Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi, everybody. Dialogue with Divinity. This is your host, Johanna Carroll. For over 32 years, I've been doing spiritual counseling, author of four books, and this is my ninth year doing Dialogue with Divinity. So I welcome you to the show and the Exxon Broadcast Network. Dialogue with Divinity was created to really give you some tools to help you make your day in a better way. And I really do hand pick the guests that are on our show, and today is no exception. Today we have a lovely guest by the name of Maureen Demery. And I really am really curious to talk to her because, first of all, her story is a little bit similar to mine. She left corporate America. She actually was a software development person at Microsoft. And then she jumped ship, <laughs> just like I did from corporate America, and started practicing in the holistic field. So let me tell you a little bit more about our guest. She is the author of Your Owner's Manual for Life, Source Codes of Your Soul, Creating You and Facilitating Your Life. I'm sure we can all use a little help with that. She is a self-empowerment facilitator, UC Reiki, Reiki master, access consciousness bars and body process, tapping, and I hope I can pronounce this correctly, recontextualization practitioner, and an award-winning author. She's been practicing in the holistic field for over 20 years. And again, like I said, she left Microsoft and she started her own journey of healing to wholeness. And through that, she's developed a very unique practice through a blend of methodologies that she refers to, and I love this, conscious engineering, with which she assists her clients in embracing their own healing and generative capabilities for creating meaningful and joyful lives. And we all really need that right now in this sort of stress out life that we're all having. Her, her message is really beautiful. It's living a fulfilling life through mindfulness and empowered choices. So without further ado, we want to welcome our guest today, Maureen Demery. Hi, Joanna. Thank you for having me. It's lovely having you, and I love the fact that, you know, you're originally from Boston. I'm an old New Englander myself, so I feel like I've got another spiritual sister there on the East Coast. So I love this whole thing about conscious engineering, and I know that one of the big uh, elements that you really talk a lot about is grace, the concept of grace. And so maybe you can give our guests that are listening from your conscious engineering viewpoint, how would you define grace? What is it? Well, grace is a simple elegance or ease. It's um, living in a thoughtful way or a thoughtful way of being. Um, and it's expressing goodwill towards <clears throat> not only yourself, or I should say not only others, but to yourself. Um, and I, you know, I just love the way Deepak Chopra summed it. He said it beautifully when he said, when the rhythms of our body-mind are in sync with nature's rhythm, and we're living in harmony with life, we are living in a state of grace. And experiencing a state of consciousness where things flow effortlessly and our desires are easily fulfilled. Um, grace is magical. It's synchronistic. It's coincidental, and it's joyful. It's that kind of like good luck factor. 
um, that we feel from time to time. But to live in grace, we have to allow nature's intelligence to flow through us without interfering with that. So I feel that the natural the natural state of the soul is probably a state of grace because I feel that this is what people are really yearning for now, more joy, more happiness, more contentment instead of, you know, ra- racing around trying to find the answer. Do you think that people today are conscious when they are in a state of grace? So we know that grace is sort of yeah. characteristic of the soul. I mean, I would say it's a characteristic of the soul. Are people really in attunement when they've plugged into their state of grace naturally? Yes, absolutely. When you are present in your life and you're conscious in, you know, as much as possible in every present moment, that is living in the state of grace. When you can be aware of what is happening around you and you take time, you know, a few seconds to breathe before you respond or make a choice. Um, that truly is a state of grace because you're in synchronicity with your soul. And basically your soul came here in a state of grace to live a fulfilling life. You know, so, I was yeah. raised as a Catholic on the East Coast. And I remember, you know, the whole teaching of original sin and you know, that we were born with all these imperfections. And I'm sorry, I don't agree with that. I do believe that when we were born, we were born in a state of grace with nothing missing. And so, you know, I think maybe when some people hear this concept of grace or the state of grace, it sounds very religious on some level. Yet to me, you know, it's more spiritual than that. So can you make a comment on that really quickly before we take our first break? Well, I completely agree with you. I was raised Catholic as well. And, um, you know, the original sin is rather, you know, I, I believe, I'm just going to say, I believe we were, we were born in a pure state. Okay, and, so we're going to hold that thought, Maureen, and we'll be right back. We're going to take our first break. We'll be right back. Okay. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work 
by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good To Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone. We are speaking today to our wonderful author. Very long book title, but I love it. Your Owner's Manual for Life, Source Code of Your Soul, Creating You and Facilitating Your Life. And our author is Maureen Damery, from, originally from Boston. I'm assuming you're still there on some level. So yeah. before we went to break, we were talking about uh, the state of grace and the concept of original sin. And, you know, not that we want to get off on a religious tangent or anything, but I really feel that, you know, I could tell you as a small child, I would be sitting in the pew on a Sunday and listening to the priest, and I kept saying, no, God doesn't really, that's, no, 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 God doesn't really think like that. And, you know, at 10 years old, that's awfully young to be questioning that. But, I, you know, I really think, you know, when we're in that age of innocence, the whole concept of grace being a natural state really does exist. And I do feel that this is where people want to get back to. So we were talking about original sin, a state of grace. So what does... Can you expound even a little bit more living in a state of grace, returning to the home of the soul? What would it really look like? For those of you that are listening, you might want to write down some of these words that we're using. And a lot of this information, obviously, you're going to find in Maureen's book. But what does living in a state of grace look like? What do you think most people are really yearning for? Well, they're they're yearning for peace and ease and joy in their life. And um, we were saying, we were talking about being born in a state of purity, and we are. That's, that's my belief. And what happens to us is that through our uh, growing years, especially, you know, the age of zero to seven, we get programmed in a way you know, by external influences, whether they are the way our parents brought us up and all of their, you know, judgments and points of view about things, or, you know, um, the religions that we are educated in. Um, and by the way, I I went my whole life in Catholic school, and I spent a mm-hmm. year in boarding school, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I had a similar experience. It just really didn't resonate with me. I mean, I felt like there was this angry person, you know, who saw everything that you did and, you know, would judge you. And I honestly, I I don't believe that's 
the way that it is. We are sent here in purity. Um, but, you know, because of the societies and everything we grow up in, we tend to get programmed in certain ways, and our beliefs are set up kind of for us. But what I would say is that living in a state of grace is acknowledging that life does not happen to you. It happens for and through you. And by that, what I mean is, for you means that we are provided with contrast in our world so that we can implement our free will of choice. You know, I mean, sure, you know, we were brought up in the Catholic religion or went to certain schools or were exposed to certain, um, you know, traditions. Um, but, you know, after a certain amount of time, we reach an age where, you know, if we're starting to, you know, question things, then, you know, we get to a point where we can choose for ourselves. And, you know, what I mean by life happening through you um, is that our reality is created based on our choices. And it involves recognizing that you you are a co-creator in your life and taking responsibility for that role. You know, you know I also feel that, uh, let me just jump in here a little bit. Um, people like you and myself and maybe some other people that are listening to, you know, we're living in what's called the age of enlightenment, you know, bringing more light in, bringing more awareness mm-hmm. in. And I also on the cognitive side of it, you know, the traditional psychological profile is you know that we have the the child tapes we have the parent tapes and then we have the adult tapes and the adult tapes is when you say well you know what that maybe have worked for them or my parents or whatever but in the Aquarian age the age of enlightenment I'm going to use my own discernment and I'm going to figure out I'm not going to judge anything as being good bad right or wrong but it no longer works Mm -hmm. for me so this choice that you know you're talking about I think it's like my favorite saying, let's put our spiritual glasses on and look at this from a higher perspective. So when you're saying through you, I do you believe that the soul is inside of you or outside of you? Uh, well, the, the, we are. We, okay, here's my belief about the soul. I don't believe we have a soul. I believe that we are a soul and our soul and or our spirit resides within our physical body where we we are well I'll just say we are infinite beings having a human experience so yeah the, the soul because when my my belief is that when our body no longer exists our soul continues on and right, it's, it's eternal. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's yeah, eternal. It's eternal. It's an energy. And, um, you know, living in the state of grace is choosing to be present in every moment with your soul, being your authentic self, which is your soul and your spirit. And at the same time, embracing your own personal power of free choice. You know, so when you get to a certain point in your life and you find that certain things no longer resonate with you, Mm -hmm. you, you know, like I did, I started looking for, I started looking around and, you know, the world is, there are so many things to choose from. And, and I mean, I'm like a researchaholic, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I love to read about things and I have taken, read so many books, taken so many classes and done so many things that, you know, and I'm, I'm the biggest skeptic you're ever going to find. I'm like, prove it. You know, show me how this works. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of living in grace or under grace or with grace is having a visual, a visceral or an instinctual understanding of how creation works energetically. You know, and, and, and that involves being mindful of your thoughts your feelings and your beliefs, as well as your expressions, you know, your choices, your words, your actions, etc. Because ultimately, that's what creates the reality that you live in. I and also can... feel very strongly, Maureen, that 
you know, there's a lot of ancient teachings that tell us we have to look for the signs. And it doesn't mean a lightning bolt coming down through the heavens and striking you down. Mm-hmm. When things are, um, I've had a lot of people that say, well, I'm seeing this series of numbers all the time, or I keep seeing this symbol all the time. And to me, mm-hmm. symbology is a lang- one of the primary languages of the universe. So if we really slow down, you know, to smell the roses, so to speak, the universe is really having a conversation or a dialogue, you know, dialogue with divinity. There is a conversation going on on a soul consciousness level as far as the signs, which are already showing you that you are in a state of grace. It is part of your divine inheritance and you do have the ability to connect to it. So what do you, for those of the people that are listening, what would you suggest are some tools that you would suggest or, you know, perhaps they're in your book what, what are some of the tools that people can use to assist them living in a state of grace as frequent? I don't know if we have the ability to, to have that, you know, 24-7, but as, you know, consistently as possible. What are some of the tools suggest? Well, my, my top first and all-around um, suggestion and tool is consistent me- meditation. Because that is, you know, everybody's so busy and was so bombarded with so much external stimuli. Um, And, you know, growing up, we're never taught, we're always taught, you know, to how to relate to other people, how to learn, how to do our things in school, how to become successful, etc. But we're not really taught to look inside of ourselves to get to know ourselves. And that, during those phases, that's when the disconnection from our soul and our divinity happens. And, you know, then, you know, years go by and suddenly, you know, one day it kind of dawns on us that, geez, you know, I I feel like I'm just going through the motions. I'm not having, you know, I'm getting it all done and I have moments of happiness and joy, but they're fleeting. You know? Well, I think what happens is people are living in a state of survival right now. There's a lot of people that are surviving. Yeah. They're not thriving. And I think when you go to the state of grace or consciousness, whatever you'd like to call it, you know, you do have the ability to thrive. And, you know, here's the other thing. I'm not bashing the Catholic Church or anything. However, that being said, I had a conversation with a, a priest who was a very good friend of mine all about um, and I was at that time, I knew nothing about meditation, but I wanted to know if he had a conversation <laughs> with God and the universe. And he said, oh, yeah, all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, to make a long story really short, he basically told he was describing deep meditation practices that were only reserved for the hierarchy of the church where the priests and the nuns. And my question was, well, why can't the average person learn how to do this? So mm-hmm. there was a part of me now that said, well, that might be dangerous for them to teach us because then maybe we wouldn't necessarily need to, you know, attend mass or whatever. Although, you know, I think there is really something beautiful with the tradition of all religions. And for those of you that are listening, I'm not bashing religion. If you have found your way to a state of grace and a greater sense of peace and joy through your church, through the religion that you practice, I think that's great. But for a lot of people, there's been something missing so mm-hmm. you know when you know when i asked that question i was like well that's really interesting so now i got curious about what meditation was you know and i was finally introduced to a very ancient technique i think a lot of people though say well i can't meditate you know i sit down and i'm making my grocery list and you know this that or the other thing but there's some very easy breathing methods that can help you drop down into what's called a theta brainwave, so you can connect. In yeah. your book, do you give these kinds of tools to help people? I do. I have a number of different um, <clears throat> meditation methodologies. What, one thing I wanted to say is that, um, you know, you had mentioned that, and I've never actually heard anyone say that, but this is a, a, a widespread perception that, and I, and I almost write those words verbatim, that meditation is not reserved for yogis and priests and the like. Right. You know, and one of my 
questions growing up, you know, in, in the Catholic Church was, why do I need to talk to a priest? Why can't I just talk to God directly? Right. You know? Yeah. And um, meditation is and speaking to God, your higher self, uh, source, whatever you're comfortable terminizing that as, um, is something that we do naturally. It's just not something that has been practiced um you know, and this is, again, one of my strong points is that I believe that, you know, the, the natural laws of the universe and such, you know, which are non-denominational meditation and all that sort of thing, really should be part of the school curriculum because, I mean, Goldie Hawn has a, pro, uh, a program called Mind Up, and it's not like a an extra subject or something that they study, it's it's the way the classrooms are running. Maureen, we're going to have to hold that thought for a minute, and we're going to come back right after a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay. Dreams are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder, Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. 
Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. I love this music, so let's just jump right into our next segment, everyone. <laughs> this is Johanna Carroll. You're listening to Dialogue with Divinity on the Exxon Broadcast Network. And I do want to remind you that we have a wonderful, wonderful menu of shows and guests, and you can check that out at xzbn.net. So we're speaking with Maureen Damery from Baston, <laughs> and we're really having a great conversation. So First of all, I do want to say, you know, we were before we went to break, we're talking about the fact that meditation at one time, I do believe, really was considered sort of an elitist thing for the the Raja, the royal families of all religions. And yet, to me, um, it is really the gateway to our soul. For those yeah. of you that are listening that do follow, you know, the Christian tradition, I, you know, I do want you to know that there is, uh, and I'm not sure exactly where, but in the Bible, Jesus did say, to the disciples when they were so worried, you know, how are we going to talk to you again? Go within and that's where you'll find me. And I absolutely feel 150%. He was saying, go into meditation. You can connect with me then. I think you can connect with the entire universe when you're in a deep meditation. But, you know, a lot of people, I think now, Maureen, are being more comfortable with that. I know I was going through an airport I can't remember where it was in some big city in the States. And I was thrilled when I came out of the gate and I walked down the hallway and there's a meditation room. And I, oh, you know, I know, beautiful. yeah, the hospitals that I used to work uh, at in uh, San Diego County, we had meditation rooms there, not just a chapel, but a room to go in and meditate. Mm -hmm. So I think it's becoming, I don't want to call it more of a trend, but you know, before we went to break, we we're saying a lot of people have difficulty with this and, First of all, meditation, in my words anyway, I believe it's just watching. You know, it's like watching this big parade going on. The minute you try to figure it out, you're not meditating anymore. Right. So yeah. in your yeah. in your book, um, I'm assuming that you're giving people some tools to initiate them into the gift of meditation, which I really feel it is a wonderful gift you'll be giving yourself because research has actually shown that it, calms you down we can all use that you know yep. it's a good uh it's a good nervous system pill on some level that doesn't cost you anything and uh, it's not like you have to sit and meditate for an hour every day quality is much more important than quantity so in terms of the tools uh for meditation what's the first thing that you really guide people to do well the the, the first thing i i tell people is that you know thinking that it is reserved for others, um, that thought alone makes people wonder, well, how do I do it? Am I doing it right? Which right. one do I choose? How do I go yep. about it? And mm -hmm. I just want to say you cannot do it wrong. Um, and probably the, the easiest, best recommendation I can make is being aware of your breath, observing your breath. Um, because it can assist you in finding your center. It keeps you calm. And you, you and the, the intention of meditation is not to be void of thought. You cannot stop your mind or your brain from having thoughts. They just happen. So you notice them and you focus on your breath. And when another one comes through, you just notice it, let it go, and focus on your breath. And, you know, there's a brief... Um, meditation that I love doing and it, it only takes 16 seconds you know if you can have 16 seconds even if you have to lock yourself in a broom closet to get that time away from the <laughs> you know, go to the bathroom at work whatever right but you close your eyes you inhale deeply a big belly breath not a shallow breath and you inhale through your nose for four seconds counting one two three four Hold your breath for four seconds and then exhale to the count of four and then relax for four seconds. And when you inhale, focus on the air entering your body through your nose and follow it 
down your throat to your heart and your abdomen. And then also on the exhale, focus on the air moving in the opposite direction. And when you get to a place that's called, you will see these small, tiny little gaps. They call it getting into the gap, the gap between thoughts. That's when your mind goes, ooh, there's, ooh, there's expansion here. There's connection. I, you know, I'm connecting with me. And, you know, the first time that you experience that, it's amazing. It is just amazing to the mind, to the body that, you know, we can relax to that point and focus to that point and just be still and be with ourselves. And you know, are you are okay already- with me? Are you okay with me adding to your 16 second practice? Absolutely. Okay, so oh, I have more. I have long ones. I have all kinds of ones. No, like but that, I, I want to tell you what I what I've been using forever, just naturally, and then I did some research on it, and it sort of popped up as a curiosity more than anything. And I use it to teach my clients. I have them put a color with it. So when they're breathing yeah. in, I have them do a blue light, and when I have them blue exhaling, color. red light. And so I, I'm, I'm sorry if some of you that are listening have heard this story before, but it really is true. I was getting um, a test done. And, you know, I happened to look over to the monitor and I saw this blue light and red light. And I said to the technician, well, that's really interesting. You know, I kind of use that when I'm, you know, doing my breath work. I said, what do the colors mean? She said, well, the blue is your oxygen and the red is your hydrogen. So, you know, in metaphysics, when you're breathing in the blue light, you know, as you know, it's a very healing, cooling, calm Mm -hmm. light. So you're bringing more oxygenation into the system, which does help you relax. You're bringing Mm -hmm. more oxygen to the brain and the heart and everything else. When you're exhaling, the red, the hydrogen, the breath of purification and fire, as we say in metaphysics, you're burning away a lot of toxicity that's in that channel. So not only are you opening up to relax, but you're cleansing and clearing at the same time. So I love the 16 second. Yeah, you know, a lot of people that are listening, uh, Maureen and I were both in corporate America. And I have to tell you, even though I was in healthcare, I can't say it was the healthiest place. So (laughs) three, three, three times a day, I did what I call my soul break. And I would literally go, I'd either close my office door, I would go into the bathroom, and I would do this exactly what you're talking about with, but I would add my, you know, blue light and my red light. And, you know, to me, when you're talking about the gap between thought, that to me is metaphysically the void space where all the good yummy stuff is, you know, that's where the presence of the divine really is. And so I'm going to challenge those of you that are listening that feel like you can't meditate, uh, that life is, you know, you are surviving, that things are way too chaotic to see the light at the end of the tunnel, we are both, I mean, I don't mean to speak for you, Maureen, but I think I am on some level. Take those, if you take three 16-minute breaks, 16-second breaks, that's like nothing, you know, it's not even a minute. It's try it, try it, try it just for a week and see what happens because you will start to see a difference. So this is Tell us more about the book. What inspired the book? Um, I mean, was it part of your own healing journey that inspired you to write this book? Because it sounds like a, a really good handbook for a lot of people. Yeah, well, the, the book itself is about embracing self-empowerment and living your personal best with ease under grace. And <clears throat> like I said, I, I, I no. You know, I still do these things, but I'm very selective these days. But I went on a soul search and I read so many books and went to so many seminars and all this. And I learned some wonderful things and I started using some of the tools in my book. And I really had some tremendous shifts in my life. And the reason why I wrote the book is because I wanted to bring the best of the best from my experience and put them into one handbook to Mm -hmm. assist others in experiencing the shifts and the changes, you know, and the enlightenment that I had um, experienced, you know, because I think there's a, there's a lot of people out there that, I mean, I think there's tremendous value in taking classes 
and reading books. I, I did that myself many, many, many oh, years absolutely. ago. And of course, you know, I also am an author and I do seminars and all that, just like you do. I also mm-hmm. like to tell my students at some point in time, you're not going to need me anymore. At some point in time, now you need to start living this. So, you know, we can be the eternal student. And I do think, you know, that even when we cross over, we're still studying something metaphysically, spiritually. But there's something that maybe it's the whole survival mentality, like I need to learn more. And I think it's fabulous. But I also truly believe that once you make that connection to the state of grace that you're talking about, everything you need to know, all the answers, all the healing, all the help, it's right there and available. So at some point, just like in meditation, we have to go inward and live our own journey. And, you know, I just, I do want to make a comment on something you had said before we went to break the last time that I really absolutely feel that the relationship, the dialogue with divinity, so to speak, is private and personal for every single person. And I do feel that it's a direct conversation. And I really, for those of you that are listening, even if you just start with Maureen's 16-second practice here, you're going to open up that channel to have that dialogue with divinity for yourself. So um, tell us really quickly, um, we're going to take another little break here in in a few minutes, Um, where can people actually find uh, your books and what's next and I know that you're also teaching some programs can you share with us a little bit about that as well yep well um, my book I, I also have a workshop which is based on the book uh, it's the book itself is available on Amazon Barnes and Noble and BalboaPress.com. Um, I'm currently run, running the workshops live locally however in November I'm going to be on a global teleseminar um, from heartache to joy, and uh, following that, I will be offering my um, my workshop online globally. Um, and all of the resources, everything that you want to know, is all on my website. It's MaureenDamarie.com. Uh, there's a lot you of. You want to spell that for everybody? <laughs> one, sure. one yeah. yeah, it's M A U R E E N. D is in David, A, M is in Mary, E, R, Y, dot com. And uh, there's a lot of resources and links and extra stuff that's not even included in the book out there. I've got a blog out there. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm posting updates all the time as to where I'll be speaking, where I'm doing workshops, etc. Um and, you know, it's, a, it's, it's full of resources for people. And, I've been on um, your website. I actually, I, for those of you that are listening, I did spend some time, as I do with all of my guests on their websites, and there's a ton of really good information here that's not going to cost you a dime to look at it. But I also really am encouraging you to check out uh, the programs that she's doing to take you to the next level, to go from surviving to thriving. And then also um, the book is really it's a great handbook. It really is. So one quick question before break. You're living in Massachusetts, you know, where all the witches were burned many years ago. Uh, are you finding that people on the East Coast, I, I can tell you moving from Connecticut to California was a really big change for me because it's very open-minded here, which is great. Are you yes. finding on the East Coast that people are really opening up to a greater place in their heart and soul as far as a quest for more spiritual alignment? Um, I will say that it's a slower process here is what I'm experiencing and seeing. Um, Because I lived in the state of Washington when I was at Microsoft and, you know, it's a little open out there. Maureen, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Hold that thought. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. 
Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Okay, everybody, here we are at our last segment, and the hour goes really fast, doesn't it? Anyway, we're so pleased to have Maureen Damery with us today. We're talking about meditation, our viewpoints on religion. We were both brought up in New England in a very, very traditional way. The question that I had for Maureen before we went to break was, she's back on the East Coast. She used to work for Microsoft, which is in the state of Washington. The West Coast, um, I believe, is a little more open-minded. One of the metaphysical teachings particularly here in Southern California, is that we have a plethora of vortex doorways, guideways opening to the other side. And so actually from Los Angeles 
down to Mexico is one of the highest concentrations of spiritual teachers in the United States. I'm not sure if you're aware of that or not. So my question is that you took all this wonderful energy with you and you're obviously doing your work in a wonderful way in the state of Massachusetts and you'll be doing it globally, which is bravo to you. Are you finding people, how are they coming to you? I mean, are they quiet about it? Are they open? It's very open-minded in, in California, as you can imagine. So it's, it's you know, it's really great doing business here on some level. But I'm just curious as to, you know, sort of that New England consciousness, which, you know, is it opening up? Are people really seeking a better way on some level, spiritually? Well, my experience is that um, they are kind of quiet about it. They are kind of shy about it. Um, and But I have to say, I have found that out in the western part of Massachusetts, it's a lot more like it is on the west coast. Um, Why is that? That's interesting. Why is that, do you think? That, yeah. There, there are so many people out there that contact me and they're like, oh, that's a good ride. And, you know, so we do things over the phone and such. But um, I don't know. I haven't figured out what that's all about yet. Um, but I, I suspect and I truly believe that there are a lot more people reading about these things and practicing them that then meets the eye. And I do believe that we are evolving. People are starting to feel the energy shift. They're starting to open up to different modalities. Um, because they're, they're hearing stories of, you know, they're, they're looking at, you know, for instance, people used to say to me, whatever you're having, I'm, I'd like some, you know, <laughs> and that's usually how the, the conversation starts. And I say, well, these are the things that I've been practicing. Um, if you want to know more, come have a session with me. And then people started, my clients started saying, you know, you should put this all in a book. This is, you know, this is cool stuff. So that's what I did. But yeah, little by little it is. It's um and it's not just Massachusetts, it's globally we're all um elevating. We're all becoming more enlightened and expanded and you know, we're starting to realize that there's so much more to life than just having a job, paying the bills and having a weekend off or a vacation now and then. You know, why can't we you know uh, I mean, your work it should be a joy to you. Everything should be a joy. You know, I mean, this, this isn't work to me. This is, <laughs> this is, this is my joy. This is who I am. This is what I do. And, you know, whether you're a nurse, a doctor, you work in a, a corporate America, you run your own company. If, if you're not experiencing joy most of the time, then something is missing. And you know, I that's a really, see. that's, I, I'm glad that you're saying this. For those of you that are listening, first of all, what I want to say to you is you are not alone. You know, you've tuned into this radio show, which, you know, thank you for being here. Everything has intention. So whether this is your first, you know, sticking your toe in the water, listening to the show, listening to the other shows on, you know, our radio network, buying Maureen's book, first of all, you're not alone. So go on the internet. First of all, tap into what Maureen's doing. There's a lot of resources out there. You may have a lot of people in your neighborhood. For instance, you know, Reiki circles, Maureen. I know in California, and even when I was living in Sedona, Arizona, I mean, every Friday, every Thursday, every Wednesday, whenever you can always find a Reiki circle. To, so it's kind of like, you know, Find your tribe. I think a lot of people are looking to find, you know, the community of unity or their tribe. And it's it's very interesting to me to watch this because people will say, don't I, you know, don't I know you? Haven't I met you before? Well, maybe not in this lifetime. But I really do feel that it's that vibrational soul to soul connection. So for those of you that are listening, yeah. you're not alone. Um, you're not going crazy. You know, if you feel that you've got a connection going on, you might want to deepen that in a way that's really healthy and profound and does make life better, not more confusing, but more clear, because that's what this age is is really all about. So why did you, I'm going to ask you a real personal question, why did you decide <laughs> to leave Microsoft? What was your, were you just done with it or? 
Well, you know, I didn't realize this until sometime later, but actually at the time, the reason why I left Microsoft was because at the age of 42, I had my one and only child and I had already begun um, my spiritual path. And I felt that um, I had already, and, and don't get me wrong, I loved programming. I thrived on it, but something was missing. It just wasn't it for me anymore. And I wanted to be a mom, you know, so I stayed home for a little while and then I opened my own business. It was like a fall. I followed my heart when I went out there and I followed my heart when I came home. And, you know, there are a lot of factors involved in both directions, but I wouldn't change a thing. You know, I want those of you that are listening that, you know, we're not bashing corporate America because you can... You may have a purpose. You may have a spiritual purpose to be in that office. You know, maybe one word, one kind word can change someone's Mm -hmm. life forever. So, you know, I feel that we are all agents of change. We're all angels on the earth doing the work of God's spirit universe. So, um, however, those of you that are dissatisfied, what I would personally encourage you to do, and I believe Maureen would as well, is find a place to work where there's a higher end purpose going on. And that can mean that there's, you know, a lot of uh, community work that they're doing. There's some philanthropy Mm -hmm. that's going on. Maybe the end product is not necessarily, you know, manufacturing something that you don't believe in. Um, There's so even this, this consciousness shift is happening at a corporate level and you actually can go on the internet and you know like i know ben and jerry's is one there's a lot there's a lot of companies out there that they've changed the paradigm of thought on how business should be run and how employees should be treated so yeah that becomes your tribe that becomes your community of unity so maureen you've got so much stuff going on conscious engineering you're a programmer of course you're going to use the word engineering (laughs) yeah you so, know, Johan, I did want to make one comment to what you were just saying. Um, when I was at home for a bit, after I had become a Reiki master, I started talking to my teacher about, you know, hanging out my own shingle and starting my own business. And she said to me, it was either that or I was going back to corporate America. And one thing she said to me was really profound. And she said, not everyone is meant to hang out a shingle. We need to be sprinkled throughout everywhere. And she said, wherever you go, take Mm -hmm. it with you. And so, you know, if you're in corporate America, you know, if, especially if you're, you're the boss, you own the company, start a program where two, three times a day, everything stops and we meditate for five minutes. Right. You know, I have a very good Mm -hmm. friend who many years ago worked for the world bank. Now, the World Bank, as you know, probably one of the largest banking systems, literally, in the world that funded, you know, things going on in different countries, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this very good friend of mine, um, who I absolutely love, and he was, you know, part of the Chicken Soup for the Soul group, he started these brown bag lunches where you would go, you would bring your lunch, there'd be a little spiritual whatever, and they'd sit and they'd meditate at the World Bank. So how interesting you've got this going on, you know, in the very, you know, traditional, you know, traditional straight jacket corporate environment. Yeah. And yet there was this beautiful, you know, so for you, those of you that are listening, you know, if you want to start something like that, you know, if it's available to do so, or maybe just even going for a nice walk and doing your 16 second meditations, you know, you might really be surprised when you open up the other people that are really yearning for that. So Maureen, our time has come to an end. We really want to thank you. And for those of you that are listening, please check out Maureen Damery's work, her book, certainly at amazon.com and her website is maureendamery.com. So thank you so much. And we wish you much success with your global program that's ahead of you. Oh, my pleasure, Johanna. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely. 
For those of you that are listening, I want to tell you again, you're listening to the X Zone Broadcast Network. And if you're interested in very unusual things and very inspirational things, spiritual and the paranormal, you can find all of our shows listed at xzbn.net. If you're interested in the work that I've been doing for the last uh, 32 years now, you can find me at johannacarroll.com. That's J-O-H-A-N-N-A-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. And my latest thing that you might want to check out is I started teaching at the Blue Moon Academy, which is an online school. And the first class is how to be spiritual at work. And we've priced this. This is an hour and a half class. It's only $17. We've basically done that so that you can really be spiritual at work, find that joy, live in that state of grace, and really give you a soul hug every time you need it. So we want to thank you very much for listening to the Exxon Broadcast Network and specifically our show, Dialogue with Divinity. We're sending you a big heart hug and hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening.